Hi, and welcome to the 42nd episode of the iPhone Life podcast. I'm Sarah Kingsbury, Senior Web Editor of iPhoneLife.com. And I'm Connor Carey, Feature Web Writer on iPhoneLife.com. Each week we talk to you about the best apps, great gear, and current events in the iOS world. And this week we'll be talking about the iPhone 7 Plus and what the first reviews are saying. But first, uh, we have a message from our podcast sponsor, Adam Elements. Um, They make this really cool thing called the iClips Duo Plus. Connor, you've tried this out. Like, why is it really cool? Yeah, I I really enjoy this product because it can quite literally double your iPhone storage capacity. I think that's it's some, like a, it's a flash drive. It's a flash drive, yeah. And you can also use it to transfer documents and data, photos, backups, or to store them. Um, it comes in the 32 gigabytes, 64 gigabyte, or 128 gigabytes. And basically, it's a flash drive that you plug into your lightning port? Yeah, you plug it into the lightning port. Um, it swivels. So on one end is the lightning port and the other end is the USB, um, which means that you can transfer it between all Apple devices or to your Mac and PC. That's great. And I like that it has the keychain clip because I um, I've definitely washed a lot of flash drives oh, no. from pockets. So that's a really handy thing if you have that problem like me. Yeah, and then it's just always there and it comes with this little leather pouch to protect it on your keychain. So I've been carrying it around and you basically never have to worry about that annoying pop-up sign that says your storage is full. Yeah, and if you're using an older iPhone that has 16 gigabytes or you don't wanna no, like seriously. pay the extra hundred bucks to yeah. invest in more storage space on your iPhone, um, this is a really great solution. Highly uh, recommend it. All right, awesome. So um, I also wanted to take a moment to tell you guys about our tip of the day newsletter. Um, this is a really cool thing where you sign up for the newsletter and every day we send you a cool tip that tells you something new you can do with your iPhone. Um, they're just really short, so it's easy to just you know absorb the information. And so Connor, what was your favorite tip this week? Well, with iOS 10, um, you can now raise to wake, which means when you pick up your iPhone, granted you have an iPhone SE, iPhone 6S, or iPhone 7, it automatically turns on. Well, it doesn't unlock it, like wakes the lock screen, right? Right. So I really like this feature, but it can be a battery drain if you're constantly picking up your iPhone. Or if you walk around carrying your iPhone in your hand and your hand's swinging. Exactly. (laughs) So this is how you would disable Raise to Wake. Um, You open up the Settings app, tap on Display and Brightness, find Raise to Wake, and just toggle it off. Slide it to the left. And do you use Raised Awake or no? Did you disable it? I do. I really like it, Um, especially if you're driving and you need to change the song because when I pick up my iPhone, it's like automatically there. So it's a tap and I don't even have to look down at my phone, which is safer. So points to Raised Awake for me. I like that aspect too um, for if you're in the car, although I've been thinking I should probably just say, hey, Siri, skip to the next song. I never think to do that ever. Actually, you could do that. But I, so I'm conflicted because that is definitely a convenience, but Mm -hmm. also I do tend to just carry my phone with me and Mm -hmm. like women's clothing doesn't always have good pockets. I know And like when I'm walking my dogs and, you know, and I'm swinging my hand or whatever, I feel like my phone is constantly awake. It's a super good point. So, um, you know, I guess it's, I'll have to decide, (laughs) but if you 
want to turn it off, that's how to do it. Um, and if you want to get more tips, you can subscribe to the newsletter and you can go to iphonelife.com slash daily tips to sign up. And I think it's a really, it's free and it's really helpful. Yeah, just do it. Do it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also have a premium uh, subscription service, which includes tips every day, but they're video tips. So you can see, you know, walk through, follow them. Nice. One minute video tips. Um, we also have in-depth video tutorials. Our tips tend to cover like really quick little bites of knowledge, mm -hmm. but some features really require more in-depth Right. knowledge and so we have in-depth guides our latest one is everything you need to know about ios 10 which so is so helpful there's so many it's cool features update. in ios 10 that you might not like be aware that are there or know how to use and so this t this guide covers all of that so you get those that guide and all our previous guides if you subscribe to the insider service yeah um and you also get a digital subscription to our magazine which includes all of our archives. We're putting together the buyer's guide right now. It should go to print mm -hmm. soon. So, you know, that's a really useful thing because we review a huge slew of yeah. uh, gear and stuff. And we also have issues covering all the best apps and, and a really great how-to guide. So that's really valuable to be able to go back and look at all of those back issues. And we also have something called Ask an Editor where you can email our editors, usually me, <laughs> and with your specific problems, because sometimes, you know, you have problems that aren't really obvious and can't be found in our tips. Right. And I will email you back and tell you how to fix your problem. And so uh, here's a recent question I got from one of our iPhone Life insiders. Um, he wanted to know how to turn off the automatic renewal for subscriptions. That's a good one. Right, because it's very easy to subscribe to those things and not always obvious how to unsubscribe, right. especially if you do the free trial of whatever mm -hmm. and then decide that you would like to not continue. Um, so that's actually pretty easy too, but clearly not as easy as, as it is to no, sign up for those like free trials. There's like a little part of it where it's like, I would never have thought of that. Right. So you go to settings and you tap on iTunes and app stores, tap your Apple ID and then select view Apple ID. Um, you may be asked to enter your passcode at this point. So do that and then scroll down to subscriptions and tap manage. And there you should see all the subscriptions you've purchased through iTunes. And you know, you can, if you've only got one, then you can just go ahead. Like if you have Apple music, and you just have that one, you can mm -hmm. usually just press like cancel subscription. Um, but if you have a list of them, you probably have to tap on the service you want to cancel and then follow the directions to cancel it. And then you will so be done. Nice. No more having that $9.99 or whatever being taken <laughs> out of your bank account every month. Important stuff. <laughs> right. So if you'd like more of these awesome insider benefits, you can go to iphonelife.com insider to subscribe to that. Okay. So last week, we had a special podcast where David Averbach, our CEO, and I debated whether or not you should upgrade to the iPhone 7, and if you did decide to upgrade, whether or not you should upgrade to the iPhone 7 Plus. Mm. And we asked our readers to weigh in because um, we, you know, nobody in this office has the the 6S Plus. Like, nobody has been no. wanted to. In fact, I really complained a lot about how big the 6 was compared to the iPhone 5S. Yeah, I never thought that I would want a Plus. Right. So, um, but you know, this 7 Plus is pretty cool. So we had to debate that as well. And we wanted to hear from our readers whether or not they would like 
whether yeah. they would update. And so we got a couple of interesting emails, which I wanted to share with our readers. So the first one, um, our reader says, I just listened to your podcast for the first time. So welcome to that reader. To that, oh, am I calling them readers? Welcome to that listener. <laughs> um, I would like to weigh in on which size to choose. David listed two pros and one con, missing a huge pro, battery life. Mm. I'm blind, so I have both size phones. One I, like, I use like a tablet, and the other is my daily phone. I originally purchased the 6S Plus to be my tablet, but after a week, the hugeness of the Plus went away, becoming very comfortable to hold as well as use. Interesting. Please do yourselves a favor. Try the Plus for a week or two. After that, if it's not working, then return it for the little guy. So he says that he has to charge his uh, smaller iPhone mm-hmm. like every day, but his Plus, which to be fair, he does use as a tablet, not as his regular phone right he uh charges it every three to four days oh wow so for him that uh extra battery life is really paying off and of course the seven plus has even better battery life so that's a really good point um and then the second email uh the listener says i've had the iphone 6 plus for about 15 months i don't understand the resistance to the bigger model i hear comments from you guys on your podcast (laughs) i really enjoy it by the way Thank you. (laughs) About how much you don't like it and then it doesn't fit in hands or in pockets. Three of us on my team have been using the 6 Plus and love it. I carry it in my front pants pocket. It fits fine. It also fits in the shirt pocket of any men's dress shirt, although it feels a little heavy in that spot. Now, to be fair, women's clothing doesn't work like that. But for guys, for sure, those are options. Um, he He goes on to say... I prefer the Plus model to read books, browse websites, check and answer emails, even watch streaming video. If you don't do those things or it doesn't feel right in your hand, then the Plus model is not right for you. But it is right for millions of users, and it doesn't seem logical that you are constantly (laughs) so negative about it based only on your personal likes. I think it makes more sense to present the pluses and minus of each iPhone model, realizing that there are users who like each model. I am upgrading to the 7 Plus. Well, you know, I think he makes some fair points because... Yeah, he's convinced me to buy the Plus. I, I still haven't decided, and uh, we can get in that into that more when we talk about yeah. the reviews of the 7 versus the 7 Plus. But, you know, I, it was a big change for me. I've, women's clothing just doesn't have the same kinds of pockets no. as men's. And also, we have, and most women have smaller hand, hands in general than men. Right. And so it was a big change for me just to go from the 5S to the 6, as I mentioned. Yeah. Um, and so the 6 Plus, when that first came out, the first Plus model just seemed so huge. It did. It definitely like, just did. ridiculous. Um, but I do have to admit, I recently was using the 7 Plus, just so we could talk about it this podcast. Right. And you know, the difference was not as significant as I remember it being, and probably because I've gotten used to the size of the six. Right. So I think it is a fair point that it's not as huge as it initially seemed. Right. It does fit in my back pocket pretty That's well. Good. Yeah. Um, so, you know, maybe I have been a little too harsh on the giant size, <laughs> and you, our listeners who like Plus are right. That well, I, think, I think that person's point about being able to read books and check emails and stuff easier... That's a big plus for me because I use my success right now to do that. I do too. But it's just not like I would love a larger screen because I don't use my iPad very often. Yeah, I don't have an iPad because I I had a Kindle when I – and then I just found that I wasn't using it because I was reading books and watching videos on my phone and so it didn't seem worth it to buy an iPad 
Um, but yes, I hide from the teenagers in my house and watch videos <laughs> by myself with my phone. So certainly a bigger screen would be an advantage. And I do all of my reading on my phone these days. Right. I, I rarely read, you know, hard copy books anymore. So it's definitely something to consider. I haven't decided yet whether to get the 7 Plus. What about you? Oh, I'm getting the 7 Plus. I'm just like chomping at the bit to get my hands on it. <laughs> Alrighty, there you go. <laughs> so, um, I guess I wanted to talk about uh, some sort of complaints and learning. Like, did mm. you learn anything? Do you have any complaints for this week? Um, I think my big complaint, even though I'm sure I haven't used it yet, so I can't say for sure, but I've heard fantastic things about Watch OS 3, faster loading, and all of that good stuff. But right now I'm downloading it onto my uh, watch and it's taking like two hours to do it. Oh my. And when I first went to do it, it, it told me that I wasn't connected to Wi-Fi when I was. So I did this whole powering down and powering back up and forgetting networks and re-logging in. So it was just a fiasco when it uh, should have been much simpler. Well, I had a really smooth um, update actually to watch OS 3. But I'm using the original Apple Watch. You know, they've updated mm. the original Apple Watch to be the Apple Watch Series 1 by putting in the new, pro the same processor that the Apple Watch 2 Series 2 has. Oh, okay. But I don't have that new processor. I have the original Apple Watch. And so I'm not seeing those faster loading times. In fact, I feel like my watch is oh, a little wow. slower. Really? And I'm finding the watch face thing. You know, you can just swipe to change watch faces. Right. I find myself constantly accidentally changing watch faces, oh, and that's no. really annoying. Yeah, I worried about that when they announced it, that I would accidentally change it all the time. Right. But that's not actually my complaint. My complaint <laughs> is about iOS 10 message effects, you know, where you can oh. send, like, bubbles and invisible messages Fireworks. and confetti and, oh. and make your message go bam. Oh, I know. I don't know. I Probably I would just use that to text my teenage children, but... Um, <laughs> But it wasn't working. It was working really? for a while for me in the beta. And then once I went to iOS 10, it stopped. Hmm. Um, and so I was a little sad. <laughs> and then I found out that all I had to do was go into settings and uh, turn off reduce motion. It's in settings oh. under general and then accessibility. And you toggle reduce motion off. Now, reduce motion um, is a thing you can turn the, you have these animations in your right. phone where, like, when you're doing the predictive text, it's sort of like, does uh, there's all this sort of, like, swooping yeah. and... Even just switching screens. It's right. like this zoom out, zoom in kind of effect. Which I find a little annoying, and also a lot of people keep that off for the battery. purpose of saving battery. Yeah. Um, but you won't be able to use these new message effects if... Interesting. So if you're having that problem... That's the solution. Go into accessibility settings, which you'll find in the general settings, and toggle reduce motion off. That's a good tip. On the other hand, if you don't care about that and you don't like those animations, you can just toggle it on. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> All right. So um, what about apps and gear for the week? Any uh, interesting apps or gear you've been trying? Yeah. I, I don't know if you guys have, have listened to the viral video, Honest Meditation. I have. Um, yeah, and it's great. And obviously there are words in that I can't repeat, but they use a lot of cuss words to just kind of bring meditation to this kind of realist point where um, it's just like the bullcrap of everyday life instead of like, oh, go through the meadow and atop the trees. It's like 
I don't know. It's just very grounding meditation. Breathe in strength, breathe out BS. Exactly. And I love it. So there's an app and it's called the Honest Meditation app with no O in Honest um, for $1.99. And they have, I believe it was five, 10 and 15 minute meditations, maybe even a two minute. Um, and I've been listening to it as I go to sleep at night. And I've really liked it. Like I wake nice. up the next morning so, feeling as opposed good. to the Breathe app on the Apple Watch. <laughs> yeah, get the Honest Meditation because it it just makes meditation more I don't know grounding and realistic to me. Um, no fluffy clouds and no, unicorns yeah. like you. That's what Connor typed in her description for our <laughs> podcast. No fluffy clouds and jumping unicorns. <laughs> so nice. I like it. I recommend it. What about gear? Um, the, I've been using the Grove Made Desk Collection for a while now, and it's one. It's beautiful. It's, it's made really of, gorgeous, right? It's made of like high quality wood. It's just like you said. It's gorgeous, and particularly if you're gonna buy one thing from the collection, I recommend the um, laptop stand, which is put at an angle that's really perfect if you're sitting at a computer all day. Assuming you'd have like the keyboard, yeah, uh, like a separate keyboard. True. Yeah, if you have a separate Bluetooth keyboard, this stand just, I don't know, my neck feels better since I've been using it. Great. And your desk looks really nice. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? I have been, uh, Zag sent me um, the Invisible Shield Glass Plus screen protector. Nice. And I really like Zag's screen protectors. And so far it's, I mean... I don't know. I've just been dropping my phone a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Klutzy person right now, but um, <laughs> it's not. Doesn't even have like a scratch on it. That's amazing. It's doing yeah, and it was really easy to install. I feel like it could be just like a teeny bit bigger. Like I know it's because mm. the edges of the 6S curve. I see that um, a lot. So you know, clearly it can't go fully to the edge. I've tried uh, screen protectors that had a little curved thing, and I didn't like mm-hmm. it. And it interfered with cases. Hmm. And that's why they have it slightly smaller than the screen. But I still feel it could just be like like just a little bigger. But Zag <laughs> makes fantastic screen protectors. And they yeah. have a warranty for like two years, which is, you know, it's as pretty... long as a lot of people tend to own a particular iPhone model. So uh, they're definitely worth checking out. Uh, the ones for the 6 and 6S are... $39.99. Um, nice. They have ones available now for the iPhone 7. They have them for the Plus models and the SE. So clearly the prices will vary depending on what size you get, but right. definitely worth it. It's a lot cheaper than replacing your phone screen. Oof, no they kidding. are covered by warranty, so yeah, see, a really great investment, especially if you prefer more fashionable cases to uh, protective ones. Mm-hmm. A good quality glass screen protector is the way to go. Cool. All right, so I wanted to talk about, we were going to talk about news, but then we realized that all the news that's really happening is just all the different new OSs are at Watch OS 3, iOS 10, um, the Watch Series 2, AirPods, um, (laughs) and uh, of course the iPhones, which will be our main theme. But first we're just going to sort of do a little roundup of different reviews and experiences people have had with them. So Connor... um, What's your take on iOS 10 now that we've got the shipping version available? Yeah, um, the first two days of the iOS 10 release, people were having a lot of bricking problems, but Apple has fixed that. So just a heads up, if you've been waiting to update because of the issues, um, as far as I can tell, the vast majority of them have been resolved. 
So you should be good to go because iOS 10 is the best, most extensive update we've had since iOS 7. Yeah, it's significant. It's pretty awesome. Um, to summarize, I feel like the Messages app is mostly silly and superfluous. It uh, is nice to be able to see um, the actual, like, watch actual videos and see the actual preview of the that link. That I agree. The yeah. rich text videos, whatever it's called. Right, yeah. Those are cool. The effects, mm. pretty silly. Pretty I, silly. The whole sending your heartbeat. Oh my God, is, I'm going to send everyone it, in the office my heartbeat just to be I weird like have. that. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, but it, it's weird. It's yeah, like, it's weird. It was, it's weird on the Apple Watch, and I don't know why they brought it to mm -hmm. the phone. Um, it it's makes like, you creepy. Are you alive? Send me your heartbeat. It's just <laughs> creepy, or it's like dating in middle school. <laughs> that's, that's my take on it. Oh, middle schoolers rejoice. Um, <laughs> it is nice to get rid of that Apple stock apps folder. Um, I think we pretty much agreed that it doesn't actually delete from your phone, which means you're not freeing up storage by doing it. But it's nice just to not have that on your home just screen. Just not to look at it. Just not to look at it. Out of sight, out of mind. There are, if you have an iPhone 6S or iPhone 7, you'll appreciate all the 3D touch features right, that have been added. Really, um, you know, because it used to be like so many of the app icons, you'd 3D touch them and like... Nothing happened. There was almost nothing. But yeah. now almost every Apple app has exactly. like some actual useful menu items that pop up when you 3D touch the app icons. Right. You can 3D touch icons in the control center and things happen. Exactly. Um, and a lot of the third-party apps are finally making use of 3D touch, mm -hmm. so it's cool. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, I would say a con is the music app still needs a lot of work. Like, yeah, it just does. <laughs> it really needs to be more like social and collaborative things. Like music is a really social thing. It is, yeah. And I'm finding, I think I've mentioned this before in the podcast, that I am really considering switching to Spotify because when I'm making playlists mm -hmm. and when I'm discovering music, I'm doing it by interacting with people. And right. like I've actually created playlists in like a Google Doc and then like, <laughs> you know, because or someone creates it in Spotify and then tells me what's on it and I create it. It's ridiculous. Right. It's ridiculous. It is. Um, there should be collaborative and I noticed, options. I agree. And the For You section, now you have two playlists. It gives you weekly. One, uh, one of them is um, a playlist from the music you already have that it mm -hmm. thinks you'll like. And the other is Discover New Music. I love both of these playlists, but I want more. Like, I don't really care for these human-curated playlists they make. Their humans aren't that great at it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it'd be much better to just have, like, actual users sharing their yes. playlists, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be so much better. Right. So, you know, get on it, Apple. All right, what else about iOS 10? Um, I think there are two last major things, and that's Siri and the ability for Siri to integrate with third-party apps. So right. make a dinner reservation with Siri called an Uber with Siri. Um, have you used this feature yet? Because I, I Not haven't. really. Yeah. Um, but I have used some of the new Maps features, and I really like them. I like agree. marking your... I don't think that I can mark my parking spot. I think that's a <clears throat> 7, iPhone 7 mm. feature. But you can mark your location. And so I've used that mm -hmm. to mark my parking spot. Um, and then you can just get walking directions to where your car is. That's yeah. really handy. And if you have the iPhone 7, it's even e easier. I've yeah. used I've used the thing where you can like have your route and then 
get like a sort of secondary route yes. to like a gas station or food or something. I love that. That's really handy. Um, the uh, parked car feature, you can use it with older iPhones, but the key is your actual vehicle has to either have CarPlay or Bluetooth. Oh, right. That's what it is. And mm-hmm. I I have an old vehicle, so right. it doesn't doesn't have those things. Although I may have to, because of the lack of a headphone jack, because right now I actually use a cable, an actual right. cable to connect my stereo and my car to my phone. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to have to get Bluetooth because, you know, when you're driving and you're using navigation and you're, you're listening to music, that is a big battery drain. It is. And so, you know, I don't want to have to like have a, well, even a battery case wouldn't work unless mm-hmm. I had a wireless. No, even that wouldn't work. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm going to have to get Bluetooth for my car. Yeah, I, I got my Bluetooth car stereo for like $100, so they're not even too expensive. Right. And my mom installed it because she's amazing like that, so... Awesome. All right. So what about Watch OS 3? It sounds like you have didn't enjoy the install process. Yeah, I didn't enjoy the install process, and I haven't had a chance to use it yet. Um, but I read Walt Mossberg's review of it on Ver- on The Verge, and he's he's just famous for reviewing Apple products at this point. And he wrote a previous review um, just putting the watch down, and talking about how he uses it for three main activities, which is like notifications, activity, and one other thing, but never third-party apps. Right. So he's updated it, and he's very happy with the changes. He feels like they pretty much started now, over. What version of Apple Watch is he using? I'm pretty sure he's using the classic Apple Watch. The original. Yeah. Because I'm finding, like, I've all the reviews are saying that it's a huge increase in speed and it's really great. Right. I'm not finding that with my watch. I'm so curious to try it out now that you've said that. Um, and so it sounds like some reviewers, though, don't find the easy watch face switch annoying. Yeah. I mean, some people, he loves it. I think people who change it a lot like it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and maybe I would start changing it, but I don't know. I guess I don't care enough to have like a fancy watch face for yeah. like... Whatever it is I'm doing. I agree. I'm not into it. Um, I think one of the major gains for this update is the customized wheelchair activity and workouts. It's just, I feel like all softwares across all platforms should make They should options. be accessible. Yeah, it should be accessible for all differently abled people. Um so I think that's amazing that Apple is doing this. I don't feel like you see that very often in the tech world. Now, I haven't tried the scribble feature where you can actually like write Wait, custom hey. replies. I've heard bad things. I've heard that it takes a ridiculous amount of patience and m- maybe good for writing like okay or yes or... But you, those are options you can already just tap. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. so not great, huh? Meh, meh, meh. Now, I've tried the Breathe app. Um, yeah. No, I haven't uh, explored it too much. I, it mm-hmm. basically had me breathe slowly and deeply for a minute. <laughs> First of all, I felt like it was having me breathe too fast. <laughs> and also, I found a minute too short. And Interesting. so I haven't explored um, whether or not I can go in and change that, make it longer, make the breathing slower. Hmm. I'll have to let you know, but... But I don't like what I've done so far. Yeah. I'm curious to try it. I feel like for an involuntary response, it'll have to be a good app to make me like it. Yeah. You know, one thing I do like about WatchOS 3 is um, the 
the, the dock, the app, the, is it the oh, dock? The just being yeah. able to swipe through the apps mm-hmm. and, you know, just so many more options for complications and third-party apps and glances and stuff. Yeah. I, I do like that. And I like the control center where you can just swipe up and there's so many different things there. They took away the, what did they even call it? The time travel thing where you... Time travel. You know, you... Oh, the like, little circle of friends thing? No, where you would... Uh, Oh, go forward and backward. In time, yeah. Oh, and weird. which I never used, but the problem is that for Apple's weather app, it used to be on the little wheel where they showed the weather. Oh. They would show what the temperature would be at different times during the day, and they don't do that anymore. It's not available. Ooh. Yeah, and I actually used that feature of the weather app a lot, and it's not available. So I was trying <laughs> to use the time travel thing to figure out what the temperature was going to be at like 3 o'clock, and I couldn't. That's yeah, I wouldn't so like I'm that. I'm going to have to look into different weather apps, obviously. Obviously. All right. And then for the Apple Watch Series 2, um, the main difference seems to be the GPS and, of course, uh, swimproof and not waterproof, swimproof. Oh, yes. Technical details. And then significantly better battery life and speed. So um, the GPS reviews were mixed. Um, really? Yeah. It's cool that you have it. Uh, you means you can work out without your phone mm-hmm. unless you want to listen to podcasts or something, which apparently you still can't do on your Apple Watch. That's so weird to me. I know. But apparently it's not that accurate. And you really? also can't check on your watch in real time and see look at your route. You have to look at it on a phone. So you'd have to do it like... What? Yeah. So clearly there's some what? improvements to be made there. But it's good that they have it. Um, and it doesn't track elevation. Oh, so that's weird too. a lot of other fitness trackers do. So it's kind of it's good that they added it. There's clearly more to be done. Hmm. Um, but yeah, overall the battery life is significantly better and the speed is significantly better. Um, that's good. So you know, you at least get for that GPS right. Right, and of course, swimproof is great. You know, mm-hmm. like you should be able to do swim workouts. It's. I think my overall feeling about the Apple Watch series too is that. It's all things that I feel like should have been in the first one. Right. And it should have been waterproof from the beginning. Right. And of course, you know, there's still no sleep tracking, still no cellular connection. Right. Um, so basically, the overall consensus seems to be if you don't need GPS or swim tracking, mm-hmm. get the Apple Watch Series 1 because mm-hmm. it does have the updated processor, which means you'll get the faster speed. Right. And and it's still, you know, it's just in general a much better device, but mm-hmm. it's still not a must-have. Right. But it is more of a want now. That seems to be the overall consensus from all the reviewers. Cool. And then I wanted to talk about one more thing <laughs> before we get into uh, the iPhone 7, and that's AirPods. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were a couple of reviews that I thought were pretty funny. Engadget says they look like Q-tips sticking out of your ear. <laughs> And Wired says they look both weird and bad. (laughs) And maybe that would be okay if they had really good sound quality, but apparently the sound quality is pretty much on the same level as the the ear pods you get in the box. Oh, no. Not for $140. $159. Oh, my God. You know, if you buy a pair of ear pods for $100 or $159... (sighs) There should be a noticeable difference in quality, yeah. audio quality, from the earpods. Like the earpods, you know, for a lot of people are just fine. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to spend $160, you should get some good quality sound. Seriously. And every review says they don't have it. Jeez. 
On the other hand, they do seem to be uh, really good for like voice calls. Like um, I can see that the mic is really good. Siri works really well. Um, but another problem is you need to use Siri to do things like switch phones. I mean, not switch phones, switch songs. So it's really almost like a Bluetooth <sighs> headset. Like it's for making calls and stuff Ugh. and using Siri. It really doesn't seem to be for listening to music. I would never buy them. <laughs> right. But um, some of the reviewers did try them for things like jogging, and apparently they stay in well, which I That's wondered good. about because you know, the ear pods don't stay in that well. Uh-uh. Um, and they are extremely easy to set up, you know, and there's yeah. so it's just a really like seamless experience, apparently. But right, so it just depends. It's not like, through the Bluetooth menu. Right. But, Interesting. you know, if you care a lot about audio quality mm-hmm. um, and listen to music and need to be able to switch songs and things like that really easily mm-hmm. these might not be the ear pods the AirPods might not be the ear buds for <laughs> your <you>. AirPods, <laughs> and so you might want to look at other wireless yeah. earbuds if yeah and you could get some that are good for the same or less right like better quality probably for more like a hundred dollars exactly so uh something to keep in mind um the general consensus was wait for a later generation or buy a different brand yep so even though everyone thought the tech was a cool idea. Yeah, I think the tech is cool. All right, so let's talk about the important thing, dun, the dun, iPhones. Dun. So uh, we got to play. I haven't played with an iPhone 7 yet. We did get to play with an iPhone 7 Plus, which yeah. was cool. Um, I, I, really like, I really like the matte black one. I'm not that excited about the jet black. Really? I like the jet black. I, hearing that it can get scratched easily, I like it less. But you still like it. But I still like it. And I'd have to wait till November, and I don't know if I want to wait till November. So I'll probably get a different color, but I do like it. I think it's purdy. Yeah. <laughs> so these iPhones are really fast. Like, this, yeah. the speed difference is hugely noticeable. Really? Yeah. I can't wait to But see um, that. I didn't get to use it long enough to really test the battery life, but... Right. Um, I've been hearing more like mixed, I mean, maybe it depends on how you use it, but, and of course, maybe over the course of a day, an hour or two of extra battery isn't that noticeable, but uh, people haven't been raving about the extra battery life as much as the speed. Mm. And another thing uh, people are really raving about, and I I don't feel like I noticed that much, but again, I didn't have a huge amount of time like to do a really thorough test. The screen, you know, the color is really accurate. It's really oh, bright, yeah. really v- visible. Like, it even though it's LCD instead of, you know, the OLED, mm-hmm. um, people are just blown away. Wow. It's one of the best screens out there, even though, you know, the LCD ones are really considered not as high-tech and good as, right. as the OLED. And probably, eventually, the iPhone will get there but the apple is clearly doing a really great job with with this current technology right um so did you get a chance to listen to the sound on the iphone I didn't the i think the biggest thing i got to do was compare a photo from the iphone 6s to the iphone 7 plus and the picture quality was huge difference it was right even amazing. the difference between the iphone 7 images and the iPhone 7 Plus, really? like as far as zooming goes, yeah. is huge. I mean, you can, you can actually really zoom and get great detail. Yeah, I was able um, to zoom in and take a, a day picture of the moon, which I thought was really cool. But even the even the difference between the 6S camera and the 7 yeah. is really big. So if zooming is not something you do a lot, 
Yeah. I don't know that I would recommend upgrading to the 7 Plus as opposed <clears throat> to the 7 just for the camera. Right. Unless that portrait depth of field, which is coming later. Right. We haven't had a chance to try that because that's not a software out. update. Right. So if you take a lot of portraits, if you like to zoom a lot, then mm-hmm. the 7 Plus might be the phone for you. But but if, if that's not something you do a lot right. it's, and you don't need a bigger phone for other reasons, right. it's maybe not worth, like the 7 is a really good camera already. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. so you don't need to upgrade just for to the Plus just for the camera. Um, but apparently the sound is louder, stereo yeah, sound. there's two speakers, one on the top, right, one if, on the when bottom. It's in, so when it's, if it's in landscape mode. Um, Connor and I both talk a lot with our hands, so we're like gesturing, <laughs> having the phone in landscape mode, which none of you can see. Um, yeah, so if it's in landscape mode, you get stereo sound. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't really use the speakers on my phone that much. Really? Yeah, I mean. I do all the time. Really? Especially if I'm on Facebook and I'm scrolling through videos and watching videos or I'm like like last night I saw this really cute video of this puppy standing in the water coming from the drain and just standing there just enjoying the heck out of it and I was like mom come watch this so I use it yeah if I'm watching videos with someone which doesn't happen that often but it would usually be like a funny Facebook video then yes yeah I'd use the speakers but mostly I have my headphones in or if I'm listening to music I often have like a Bluetooth speaker that's connected But, you know, it is a nice change. Um, So, and then, of course, the phone is water-resistant, and I was trying to find, you know, reviews of how well the (laughs) water-resistance lasts. But Apple says don't get your phone wet on purpose, and so most reviewers were reluctant to test their phones out. so silly. So, uh... But it's supposed to be water-resistant means IP67, which means resistant up to one meter submerged up to one meter for 30 minutes it should be okay so you can drop it in a puddle or the toilet and you'll be okay yeah one meter is like three point something feet you can so fall into a pool and exactly get out, drop it in the bathtub it'd be okay but don't do it on purpose because apple says not to damn it so what about the home button i guess i'd forgotten even i guess i didn't really use the home button much but it's I not like it. the hardware a phone like home button from the previous models where right. you press it and there's an actual like physical like you're clicking a button right there is a, a haptic feedback that happens mm-hmm. when you press it but it's really like except for the little ring from the touch id it's really not it's not like a physical home button anymore and mm-hmm. um it's a little awkward maybe an adjustment to get used to i don't think it's Definitely. a big deal in the long run but if you're like used mm-hmm. to that sort of Physical. I feel like pressing buttons is such a basic way we interact with it technology really that it's kind of strange to not have it. I agree. I mean, I felt like I was getting used to it pretty quickly using the 7 Plus. Um, but at the same time, I feel like they're using this haptic feedback home button as a stepping point or stepping stone to an iPhone without a home button. So where it's just like a circle for Touch ID and have right, and then feedback. you have like a just much bigger like the screen real estate is taken up more by the display exactly which would be cool that would be super cool and then what did you think about the no headphone jack how you was know, it in actual practice I feel like I would have been upset before I worked here you know me that because I review a lot of products so I have all these Bluetooth headphones and it's not a big deal to me. But I feel like me before I worked here would have been upset about it because Bluetooth headphones tend to be more expensive than headphone jack headphones. 
and that darn dongle is just right it's going to be awkward and inconvenient yeah keeping track of that dongle not being able to charge your phone right while listening to wired headphones it's going to be an adjustment i don't know if it's you know like a bad thing in the long run but it's mm-hmm. certainly going to be a change it will be a change and it's a little bit inconvenient when you have to use an adapter especially and you know like this is an expensive phone and so for things to be like inconvenient is like extra annoying yeah but I think it's going to be okay in the long run we'll get used to it but it's almost like say maybe the size when they made the sixes which were so much bigger I complained a lot and now (laughs) I don't even think about it so funny I think it will end up being like that so what's your consensus about the iPhones my consensus is I need it as soon as possible. <laughs> um, I Yeah, no, I feel like overall it was a good upgrade. I think they, they, you know, the rumors have been saying for months and months that they're holding off on some things to make the 10-year anniversary in 2017 amazing. So I think... If that is true, and they are going to really step it up for the 10-year anniversary of the iPhone, then I feel like they did a great job for the 9-year anniversary. Yeah, I think, I feel like, kind of like I argued with David, that, you know, like maybe if you're really into the camera, and that's Mm -hmm. super important to you, maybe upgrade to the 7 Plus. Otherwise, maybe wait. Yeah, I could see waiting. I feel like I'm going to get the 7 Plus, though. Especially if you kind of want to wait for like the headphone technology to catch up and that's true. All those things you can wait. Like I don't feel like it's a must upgrade. I agree. I definitely agree. Especially if you have the 6s. Like the 6s is a it's a really good iPhone. So I feel like if you want to wait till the 7s or the 8, go for it. You'll be good. Right. But if you have an older phone, definitely update. Right. Um, So I would really like to hear from our readers again. I really enjoyed those emails. Mm -hmm. Um, If you've gotten your new iPhone, I want to hear what your experiences are or if you've updated to the Watch OS 3, how's that going on whatever version of the Apple Watch you have? Um, What do you think about iOS 10? What are your favorite uh, updates? What is most annoying? You can email us. Have you lost the AirPods yet? Right, yeah, we haven't heard good reviews of the AirPods, so I'd like to know, are you enjoying them? Were they worth it? Uh, you can email us at podcast at iphonelife.com and uh, let us know. I would really like to hear from you guys. Um, also, um, actually, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have anything. I think that's the conclusion of our podcast. Woohoo! Right, so everyone, thanks for listening. And um, don't forget to sign up for daily tips at iphonelife.com slash daily tips. And if you like this podcast, share it with your friends and rate us. Um, And thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Have a great day. Thanks, everyone.